Welcome to episode 37 of Drew's Baseball Crew. Happy Saturday, everybody. Myself, Drew Skyberg here, ready to break down what's going on here for this DFS slate. Saturday, August 5th. What a great day for baseball. I'm going to be at the Brewer game tonight. They have a Devin Williams World Baseball Classic bobblehead. First 30,000. They're opening the gates two hours before the game for this one. So I already got the Brewer shirt on. I already got the Point Brewery, right? The Zero Sugar Root Beer. I already got it. Don't worry. Some high-quality stuff down below. Um, and I am ready for the game tonight. But I'm also ready to break down the slate. Trust me, I won't be biased in this one. Like, just throwing you brewers to take a No, no. But there, there is a lot of good stuff today. Verlander makes his debut. You see the thumbnail. The great thing about that, didn't have to, no, there's no Photoshop needed on, on that jersey, right? As he was just an Astro last year. So, fun stuff there. But also, before we get into the slate, you all know what we got to do. We need to get the baseball mind, right? It's Saturday. We need to get. We need to get warmed up. We need baseball, and there's no better way to do it <laughs> than the Immaculate Grid. Let's roll it here. All right, so today we got, looks like, they, they threw they threw us a curveball, as you can see. We need to just guess players with some stats here. MVP Hall of Fame. I think, I think that's a good place to start because if you, if you start there, um, you just got to guess an MVP who's in the Hall of Fame, right? Um. We can go there. MVP gold glove. This is actually going to be Aaron Judge. You want a gold glove. Yeah, I, I, okay. I thought he wanted a gold glove. How does he not want a gold glove? All right. Well, okay. Average of 300 or more for his career and an MVP. Can I just take Ted Williams? I feel like that's. Figure that would be one. Can't believe I got. I, I can't believe I said judge there. Um, I thought that would would have worked out. I'll say Arod. Okay, five hundred plus career home runs with with a three hundred plus batting average. That's going to be a toughie. I bet Frank Thomas did it. Okay, three percent like that. Gold Glove five hundred plus home runs. See, you think of guys like who, who who would have done it. They would have stayed healthy. Andrew Jones is one I think of always. I feel like Andrew Jones, though, maybe I should have just went with him right away. Yeah, that's on me for choosing Judge right away. I, I thought Judge won a gold glove like in his rookie or second season in right, but hmm. Hall of Fame 500 career plus home runs. That should be easy, too. Well, we could just take Babe Ruth, you know. That feels like a good spot to put him in. Uh, Bonds, Bonds won a gold glove, didn't he, earlier in his career? <sighs> Pujol, I mean, like, Pujols, I'm thinking here. Did he Pujols win a gold glove at first ever? These are good. These are questions that need to be answered. Hall of Fame silver slugger. Well, not yet. Chipper Jones won a silver slugger. You know, like, just. Okay, MVP in the Hall of Fame. This should be easy, but I don't want to choose someone who was never an MVP. I think of like Ernie Banks. Uh, 0.8%. Wow, I, I guess I think different. So I'm going to get an A out of 9 in this one just because I, I was trying to be cool and take, ooh, Aaron Judge. So that's on me. 
but we'll round this one out here. Um, we'll say like, I want to say Jimmy Fox, but I don't know if he's, if he's batting. Oh, he wasn't. All right. Well, seven out of nine, it was solid. I, I made some mistakes there, but you know, with, with some pulls, a 0.8% pull, we'll take it. Well, let's roll here now into the DFS side. All right. The slate today, August 5th weather report. Let's go right away into that. We're looking at actually pretty good weather. Um, th- there are some concerns that I have personally. We'll go to Chicago where the Braves are going to play, which would be favorable. I mean, Bryce Elder, Javier Assad are going on the bump, uh, but 47% chance of rain, some wind going on there. That's the one where I think we might have a delay. I don't know if it's going to be enough for a postponement, though. I am concerned, though. So, um, the good news is that game's earlier. If we do more of the late night slate, we actually won't have to worry about that. So just keep in mind what slate you're in. If you're in a slate where the Braves, Chicago, I'll, I'll still read them in just in case anyone want, is taking that slate. But just to keep that in mind, might be something to monitor. Otherwise, we're looking at dome stadiums in surrounding areas where rain would, would otherwise be a factor. Looks like baseball will be good to go today for the most part. So... Let's roll now into talking through. Let's go to the past. So what, what we like to do here, I'll start you know, with the weather report. We'll go into some past history. We'll look at what players have succeeded in the past against the p- starting pitchers they are against. And then right, we have to acknowledge new schedule this year um, with how everyone plays everyone, uh, that not everyone has played each other. So we use Ballpark Pal. Their link's down below uh, for some great insight on how players will fare against pitchers, you know, based on similar, uh, based on like their strengths and weaknesses. Then we'll also go into the pitcher report. We'll look at what pitchers we're targeting today as well. Let's go look at the past history. Now let's see kind of who has done well against the player, the pitchers they are against. So to start us off, to lead us off, Francisco Lindor of the Mets against Kyle Gibson, 18 of 51 for his career, six walks, eight strikeouts, OPS there, a little over 800. So decent numbers for Lindor. Um, I, good enough where you'd be happy to go with him. No home runs, though, in 57 plate appearances. So that's a little concern for me. A tie, blo- tie black, um, or is it block, uh, for the Colorado Rockies against Nolan Arenado. Uh, these numbers are something. 10 for 16. No strikeouts, OPS of over 1,500. Spots like these, when we have that kind of sample size, you want Nolan Arnado in your lineup. Pencil him in. He is someone we'll be looking at today. Uh, Charlie Blackman against Steven Matz. 10 for 20, two walks to three strikeouts. This game is not in Colorado. I do want to just keep that in mind with this, but still interesting numbers. DJ LeMahieu against Justin Verlander there, 8 for 25. OPS over 1,000, four walks to two strikeouts. And with LeMahieu, he's been struggling. That that would be a play I would consider, I think, there. It's an early slate play if you need one. Ketel Marte against Kenta Maeda, and Kenta Maeda has been very good lately. He's been phenomenal since coming back. Um, 8 for 17, though, for Ketel Marte. All, all singles, though. You're getting no power in those at-bats, so I would keep that one in mind. 
Shohei Otani off George Kirby. Six for 14, one home run, OPS over 1,100, nearing 1,200. Yes, Otani could be a good play in the lineup today. Daniel Vogelbach against Kyle Gibson. Six for 11, one home run, two walks to one strikeout. Interesting to see with Vogelbach today if you need a first baseman. He could be a good price. Would consider him in the lineup. Next up we have is Austin Bar. So, I don't think Austin Barnes will be in the lineup, but if he is, five for nine against Blake Snell for his career actually has better numbers against him than Will Smith does. So that that's interesting there. If you're looking at a catcher, we'll we'll wait to see if Barnes is in the lineup. Could be one to monitor. Otherwise, there's a few more here. Starlin Marte off Kyle Gibson, five for ten, one walk to two strikeouts, OPS over eleven hundred. Masataki Yoshida. Of the Boston Red Sox, four for six with a home run off of Jose Barrios for his career. Jared Duran also four for eight there, two home runs off of Barrios for his career. But then Rafael Devers, five for 28, four strikeouts for his career. Not good numbers whatsoever. OPS there right at 600. Ooh. So Yoshida and Duran, yes. And Devers, no. Alfonso Rivas, this is interesting. Pittsburgh Pirates first baseman off Corbin Burns, four for nine for his career with a double in there. Homeward yesterday. Rivas could be a sleeper first base play today. Be honest, he, he's been hot lately, swinging. You know, his, his bat's been on fire, as they say. Um, could be a guy you want. Josh Bell, now with the Marlins, three for six with a home run off, off of John Gray for his career intriguing matchup. Elias Diaz, three for seven. The splits for him, though, are heavy Colorado, so I might not be interested in that one. Jeremy Payneoff, Nestor Cortez, three for four with a home run. So those are the big sample size that I, that I think are appropriate to look at. Um, also, I guess, um, Ty Block and Will, Wilson Contreras. Contreras is three for nine. Against him for his career, decent OPS over 800, but maybe. Um, so there is your report. A lot of good matchups for hitters today. You might notice a theme. Um, the Mets, Mets have done well against Kyle Gibson for their career, um, or for all their careers. Uh, the Cardinals have a good matchup against Ty Block, and then also there's some guys who have done well against Blake Snell, some have not, and then also Jose Barrios has a good history. Or, Two Red Sox hitters have really good history off of Barrios. So that's what we're looking at for that. But let's go over to the pitcher side, talk about who I am looking at to have as my starting pitcher today. If you're doing two-man, if you're doing Fantasia Sports, their link is down below. But the big talk is there's some debuts for players today. Justin Verlander, Aaron Savale are the top two that you're looking at for debuts. Um, and that Yankee offense has been not so good. Although they're in hitter-friendly Yankee Stadium today, Justin Verlander makes his Astro debut. Aaron Savale against Detroit at Detroit. Another good matchup uh, for uh, for Savale there. But to, to lead the way, or like my favorite pitcher today, it is Corbin Burns. Um, the way he's looked, he's going to be a top pitcher today. Uh, and I think with the strikeouts is the big thing. I don't know if he changed his curveball grip, but the curveball just has a lot more spin, a lot more break to it. He looks great. 
I'm a little skeptical of Blake Snell. I'm a little worried. He'd probably he's up there, but I don't think you're getting good value with him today. I think Burns, you go as a top pitcher. If you only do one pitcher, I'm fine with paying up for Burns. I think you can get some great value, other position players. I'll talk more through that value. But then going with like your SP2, that's where I was kind of monitoring. I'm like, well, who would you want today? You know, like elders at Chicago, that might be, I don't know, free pitched well yesterday, but I don't know if I'm buying it. Well, and I thought about it a little bit more. I'm like, well, Tariq Skubal, you're getting good value on him, but he isn't going deep into games. So he was one I actually am considering as I take Tariq Skubal potentially as my SP2 today. But then I also looked at like Savali in his debut. If you get him at a good price, I think I'm fine with it. I trust the Rays. I'm just worried about if they're going to let him go deep into games. And then also like George Kirby. I mean, he might not be a good bet for strikeouts, but He's not going to walk people. He's not. He's going to limit around the base. Otani's the only one who has like good history against him. So I, I felt that was those were matchups I was looking at. Bringing Statcast here, Scoobal for his career against the current Rays roster, nineteen plate appearances, XBA of two forty five. He's got solid numbers. So like it, it would be, I think it'd be fine to put him in there and take him. Um, so that that was what I was monitoring. And then some like. Some other guys, like Tyler McGill, maybe. I, but I don't know how long he's going to go for the Mets today. So that was that was a concern I had. Other other ones, yeah. I mean Kirby Kirby's numbers are solid, not not great, but solid against the Angels for his career. Forty seven play appearances, XBA of two eighty. Uh, so I was like, eh. They, they faced Detmers yesterday, the Mariners did, and Detmers got rocked, and they're against the lefty tonight, Tyler Anderson. he's However, he's got good numbers against the Mariners for his career, XBA of 233 again. So, you know, maybe Anderson, maybe Kirby, and then I like I talked about maybe Savale, but I'd be fine with Scoogle. So those are like your SB2 options I would recommend on Saturday today. Let's go through some other matchups, right? We talked about Ballpark Pal. Here's where we bring them in. And they like the White Sox against Noah Syndergaard. They like the Phillies against Alec Mar- Marsh. And then they also like the Cincinnati Reds today against the Nationals. Looks like Trevor Williams will be pitching, though, is what I'm seeing. So just keeping all that in mind today. I think some good options. Again, we'll we'll go we'll start with the White Sox and we'll kind of go through right looking at that lineup. The White Sox stack could be something. I did want to talk about what Vegas is looking at because we like bringing the over unders to talk about how to bring in pitching. Uh, we have a ten and a half run over and under. It's in the Atlanta Chicago game. Little worried about weather still, so I might be just avoiding that early slate, attacking the the afternoon evening slate. We have. We have a 10.5 over-under in Cincinnati with the Nationals. I think I'd be intrigued to look at more into that lineup. And then we're also looking at looking at some other over-unders. We have some 9.5s, and that's like Colorado-St. Louis, rightfully so. And then also Kansas City-Philly. So that's one of the over-unders I did want to talk about. Let's go Alec Marsh, 0-5 of the 6.75 ERA. Struggled against left-handed hitters. And uh, that points me to a few guys right away. 
Alec Marsh versus Brandon Marsh. I got Brandon Marsh in this one. I'm looking at the bottom of the order there with Marsh. It's crazy how Trey Turner is down to like seven in the lineup right now. Uh, really struggling, but I'm looking at Marsh, Brandon Marsh, and then uh, like some other guys. If you want to pay up for Harper today, I'd go for it. Schwarber potentially too. I'm not going to just name every left-handed hitter in this lineup, but Schwarber is going to give you a lot of upside, I feel, with points. So, you know, Schwarber actually might be my favorite, but if you want to like get a budget guy, I feel like Stott's a high floor. He gets on base, hits for average, might be a solid one in the lineup. Harper, first base eligible, should be now. So looking at him in your lineup could be a solid bet. But otherwise, I think Brandon Marsh will give you good value at the bottom of the order. I like this Phillies lineup today against Alec Marsh as well. So that's where I'm looking. Um, Trevor Williams is going for Washington. And he's he's given up a lot of home runs this year. Cincinnati's a good place to hit home runs. This over under at ten and a half is justified. But looking at like what kind of hitters you would want in this lineup, look, Ellie De La Cruz has done well against non-brewer pitching. But I've noticed a big thing for De La Cruz is he struggles with that up with pitches high and in the zone. He needs to attack low pitches. If he gets challenged like up and in, he's not going to win. But I feel with Williams today, I'm concerned about if he can do that. So I do like Ellie De La Cruz today. I would be, I would consider him in my lineup. I like Spencer Steer today at third. So those are those are few I, I like. And I feel like Will Benson, who bats like eight nine in the order, he's a safe bet, bet for points too. So Benson De La Cruz, because you could do a nice stack there with nine one. It's beautiful how lineup lineups roll over this year in the NL. With the universal DH, or I'm saying now they do in general, but that would be where I'd look. But I also think Andrew Abbott, I think he's a, it's going to be tough for runs today, but we have, I've seen Abbott, you know, righties are the ones who can get to him. I like guys like Stone Garrett today. Um, Keeper, Keeper Ruiz as a catcher. I know I mentioned a few other catchers, but looking at Ruiz, he's a solid bet for points. He gets on base, he walks. Um, I'd be intrigued to have them in there. I did want to go back to this. So Kyle Gibson's at the has like a four five year race ten six right right. We talked about that, but I do like really like Daniel Fogelbach today in that lineup. I brought up the numbers in the past. He is good numbers against Gibson. I like him in the lineup. I like Lindor today. If you don't want De La Cruz, Lindor's a, a guy I take over unders at nine and a half in this one. I don't know. I, I'm a fan of that matchup over there today. Some other guys, though, we should mention, right? Because Noah Syndergaard's going for Cleveland. Oscar Colas at the seventh spot projected in that lineup. Ballpark Pal likes him today. A plus 34% change in runs created today. A lot of that driven by extra base hits. We like to see that. So those are those are numbers we love to see. And I would want to have him in my lineup. Some other guys today to talk about right we talked about the chicago one a little bit not really a fan of taking in that game i talked about masataka yoshida and jaron duran ballpark pal the model likes them as well that's that look put them in your lineup put them in today i want to have those those hitters in right for the red sox today in the lineup like the upside there's some cleveland hitters as well against michael kopech i would like in Oscar Gonzalez should get more playing time right? with all the trades that happened. It looks like he's going to be the DH today. 
that would be enough for me to put him in the lineup today. Um, would want him there. So Oscar Gonzalez, potentially as your DH, I'm, depends on the lineup shakes out. Billy Falter is pitching for Pittsburgh. 0-7 with a 5 ERA this year. It's a left-handed pitcher. Brewers struggle against lefties. We know this uh, by now. And the model, actually, Ballpark Pal, doesn't like too many Brewers today. And rightfully so. There are some that the model likes. Brian Anderson's a great example of a guy who's going to get bumped up in the lineup today because of this left-handed pitcher. And he's he's someone back off the IL. He's decently priced right now based on right black. He's been gone for a few weeks. So Brian Anderson at third base could be a safe bet. You need a save if you can't afford Arenado. Anderson's a good floor play. I do also like Joey Weimer, who I think is going to start moving into platoon role. He can't. He struggles against right-handed pitching. It's been, it's been inconsistencies. It's been an increase in strikeouts. I think Weimer is going to be a guy you're going to want as a, a left-handed or against left-handed pitching today. And those guys right now are slated like in the bottom of the order, but I think they're going to get bumped up tonight in the lineup. I like both of those guys today. And then of course, what, what's there not to like about Yelich? You can get him for a good price. I'd go for it, but otherwise. There are better options today around the same price and for better value. So those are, I gave a lot of options today. Like I gave you a handful of guys from the Red Sox game. Then of course we had some of the other guys to just pick based on matchups. I can go through them here briefly. Right. We talked about Arenado, Cattell Marte, Daniel Vogelbach. And then we talked about, I didn't even talk about Gene Segura, but five for nine. He's not even on with the Marlins anymore, though, so that doesn't work. We talked about Yoshida, Duran, Josh Bell. And then, of course, the other guys, Brandon Marsh, then Schwarber. We talked about the Reds today. But, yeah, I wish you all the best of luck here on this DFS slate. My lineup will be posted at True Sports Crew on Instagram, and right, it'll be posted on TikTok as well. And then also YouTube Drew Sports Crew, Facebook Drew Sports Crew. You can find it there. I wish you all the best luck again in this DFS slate. I'll be here tomorrow. If you like Wisconsin sports, the Wisconsin sports show, Drew Sports Crew, tomorrow. Live show Thursday, 7 p.m. Central, Petskill Brewing of Jerry Million. It's a Manitowoc. There is information on social media if you are in the area and would like to attend. This is Northeast Wisconsin I'm talking about. So, that's going to wrap it up here for myself, Drew Skyberg, here on this Saturday morning. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.